What's up? What's up? Taz here. Hope you guys are good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for checking out the show here. Downloading the podcast. Very much appreciate you doing that either at Apple Podcast or you're doing it at Radio.com or the Stitcher or you're doing it on some uh, Google device for your Android or you're doing it on the Spotify's. Wherever you're doing it, I appreciate you. You know that. As we barrel through into a deep into the 600s here of uh, episodes whatever number we're at it's high up there i don't even know uh, i lose track of the while because uh, people think ah you know, how many times are you going to tell us well i don't tell you i mean i don't tell you all the time how many episodes i i don't brag that much i mean sometimes i brag when i'm proud i'm proud that's why i brag uh this is episode i believe 655 so that's where we are here i had to look at my cheat sheet and that's what i did i cheat you know me i don't do notes i don't do script this is uh, Spitball and Jones, Flea Flying, Free Flying, Take Two. Uh, just right off the seat of my ass. Uh, that's how that goes. Or seat of my pants, whatever way you want to put it. So I hope everybody's good. So, yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit, just kind of a potpourri here of uh, some WWE stuff I've witnessed on TV in the past couple of days uh, from the Raw to the SmackDown. Um, not full reaction mode. Are you going to break down Raw? Are you going to give a full reaction to SmackDown? No, I'm not doing that. No, just some things that jump out. So the thing that happens on uh, on with Dean Ambrose, I want to talk about Dean Ambrose. Okay, so Dean Ambrose on Raw, uh, we saw him interrupt the uh, Bliss sitting down in her segment with the EC3, uh, which I thought was good. You can see there's some chemistry with those two, like on their chemistry. I don't know if they're going to do some kind of a lovey-dovey thing. I'm not sure what's going on. Who knows? You'll see, we'll see. But that's not the... The big picture on that thing there, as you know, uh, uh, Nia Jax came out, and then Dean Ambrose came out all on the stage, and Dean, you know, basically told Nia Jax, you know, stay out of my business, that type thing. Um, and then we saw, like, some verbal bobbing, well, mostly Dean Ambrose punking out EC3 on mic, uh, acting like he didn't know who he was, saying, who's this guy, who's this guy, that type thing, you know. So, um, which is a little bit, Weird, because you know you're going to put the guy over later in the match. So why would you want to kind of if either they wrote it for you, which could be, <laughs> or because you know if he's really leaving, he's uh, 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 Dean Ambrose. It makes him look bad by acting like he don't know who the guy is, then he loses to the guy. You know, so that's kind of like a you know, if you're going to beat me, I want you to be over when you beat me, because then I got beat by a guy who's over. I don't want to get beat by a guy that. No one knows your name, or I, I should say me, the character, Dean Ambrose. I don't know your name. So, like I said, I'm not sure if it was booked, uh, written that way for him to say that or not. I just thought, ugh. Once I saw that, I'm like, this is not good. You know, this is, you know what I mean? Like, he just, you got to know who he is. I Obviously, he does know who he is, but to 
act like he doesn't is not, you know, it's not a, a good thing uh, as far as the character development. Um, not character development, as far as you look when you lose, and if, even if you are leaving, uh, leaving the company. Now, the other thing, too, now this is where I want to get a little more conversation about Dean Ambrose. Then I'm going to talk about Becky Lynch a good amount and what we saw her do on Raw to Stephanie and on SmackDown to Triple H. So I'll get into that in a sec. But okay, so the Dean Ambrose thing. So here's the thing, right? So I, I told you guys last podcast, I think on the podcast previous to that one, I can't recall which one, that I do want to uh I want to see how they evolve here with Dean Ambrose over the next, you know, one or two shows, TV shows. And okay, they did a couple things that makes it seem like to me it seems more and more a shoot that, you know, real that he's gonna be Gonski when his contract's up, meaning Dean Ambrose. Because they didn't advertise him for Raw. I'm 99.9% sure that. I think I talked about that. They didn't advertise him for Raw. And um, he's, you know, he did do a straight job, you know, which is not the end of the world, but the EC3. And he's a guy that they're not sure if he's going to be on SmackDown or Raw. That's where they're going with his character. But, you know, he, he he's on the come up EC3 is as far as in the WWE main roster. Not, you know, not his success in TNA or success in East, in, uh, in uh, NXT. Just he's on the come up right now, as we all can agree, to, um, you know, where he um, uh, uh, is set, you know, to be on Raw SmackDown and he's on the build, like I said. So, okay. So, um, it, it's, it's... I saw some people online, some people showed me this stuff, okay, when I was at the radio station in the morning doing the show. Uh, Some of the comments, like on Twitter, WWE posted something, I guess, of EC3 and uh, beating, uh, you know, Dean Ambrose, right? So, and I was reading some of the comments that someone showed me, and I'm like, it's like these fans um, that are enraged that Dean Ambrose, he's on his way out. And he lost to EC3. Oh, my God. Now, these are all paraphrasing. Oh, my God. They're going to have him job on the way out. They're going to have him lose um, to this guy who hasn't run anything in WWE, you know, in the main roster. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. This is a shame. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, WWE, what you're doing to Dean Ambrose. Don't treat him like this on the way out the door. And, again, I'm paraphrasing. This was the overview of the statements by the fan base now some of you might be listening that that wrote some of the stuff i don't know it wasn't on my twitter it was on wwe and i'm sitting there reading some of the stuff and i'm like are these fucking people crazy i mean really are, are you out of your frigging mind if you expect the wwe to have dean ambrose look good on the way out the door that's called doing the honors. That's the business. That's what the business was built on when you leave and you go someplace else or you just give your notice, you're leaving on your terms, you do the friggin' job on the way out the door. It's business. It's the right way to do business. Anybody who says that doesn't know the business. They don't. You can read all the dirt sheets, all the fucking bullshit online and all the, all the social media accounts. If you're bitching, that a guy is going to be leaving and he gave notice. If you're bitching about that, how he's being treated on the way out the door, then you truly don't know nothing about the wrestling business. Nothing. That's the right way to do business by the WWE and the right way by Dean Ambrose. 
You do the honors on the way out the door. Period. That's good business. That's how it works. I did it when I left ECW. I did a shitload of jobs. And I'm proud to say it. <laughs> you know, Paul Heyman had me lose left and right. Once he knew I was gone and I was leaving, yeah, I did. I lost a lot of matches, a lot of times, all over the country, and that's how it should be. Was I doing backflips and happy about it? No, but I didn't bitch and complain and whine and all that stuff. No, I I don't think Dean Ambrose is doing that. From what I understand, he's a pro. He's a veteran. He understands. It's business. You know before you give notice, guys. You know before you give your notice to a company, usually, okay, especially a company like WWE, that you're not going to re-up with them. You know, all right, well, I got two months, three months, whatever it is, a month and a half. Well, I'm going to be doing jobs a lot on the way at the door. You tell your closest friends that or, your, or, or a sibling or your significant other or whatever, you know the person you're closest to, you tell them, yeah, I'm going to be losing matches left and right. They're going to make me look like shit. They have to. They have to. I get angry because it, it pisses me off that people that have never lived this come off and they're so indignant to the fact that Dean Ambrose has to do jobs on the way out the door if he truly is leaving the company. That's business. That's how it goes. Does it always go that way? No. It doesn't always go that way, but usually it does. And the right way to do it is is. is do the honors on the way out the door. And if that's one match, fine. If it's eight matches, fine. If it's 15 matches, fine. Whatever it is, you're leaving. There's nothing in your freaking contract that says you have to win every match. There's nothing in the contract that says you have to push me always, no matter if I leave or not. Stop. It's ridiculous. It's, it's idiotic. That's the business. That's the wrestling business. Dean Ambrose gives the rub to EC3. That's the business. That's how it goes. I'm not saying Dean Ambrose is not going to win another match until he leaves, if he really is leaving. I still think there's still a slim chance some of this is bullshit, but I'm starting to think it's not. I'm starting to buy in that he's leaving because they're using loosey-goosey here. Now, I mean, I found it odd Kind of odd that they gave him mic time on Raw in that segment Because let's say he really is leaving Why would they give him mic time? But then as I watched it and I heard what he said Like one of the first words he said And by the way, Dean Ambrose delivery In this last promo I saw him on in this segment verbally with a mic With the Alexa Bliss deal Um and what I saw him when, when he got in uh, Seth Rollins and, and uh, Triple H's face last week Two of the best as far as his mic work that I've seen in a long time Dean Ambrose's performance was awesome And I think because there's a lot of weight off his chest And he's probably just being a lot of himself And he knows he's gone And, and he, he can perform like he knows how to perform Like just really to be him But I was a little surprised that they would give him that amount of mic time But then as I heard the content of the mic time I realized They're having him go the old route Who's this? Like so Dean Ambrose says that to Alexa If you didn't see it Dean Ambrose says to Alexa Bliss In 
as he panders his hands towards EC3. Who's this? Like, who's this guy? You know, knocks the mic out of his hand, out of EC3's hand, that kind of shit. You know, confrontational. So once I saw or heard, I should say, you know, Dean Ambrose go that route, like he didn't know who EC3 was, then I'm like, I, I knew right away. He's putting a guy over <laughs> and uh, not making him look great by acting like uh, you don't know who the guy is. That's not the big problem. Like I said a moment ago, just so you're following along here. The problem teaching this is free fucking shit I'm giving you here, okay? As usual. It's if you're going to lose to the guy, you don't want to lose to a guy that you don't know who he is because then you look bad when you lose to him. Well, this guy just got beat by a guy I didn't even know who he was. Well, you look really bad for the guy who just lost And you didn't even know who beat you Again, it's all in character And I'm not saying that was Dean Ambrose's idea It could have been, I doubt it though He's He's been around, he knows what he's doing So yeah, could they be making him look bad on the way out the door? Absolutely Guess what guys, guess what No matter how much you love Dean Ambrose No matter how much you're a big fan of his No matter how much you appreciate His work ethic and what he's given to the business Not only that, to the WWE for these years it don't matter what you think It don't What matter what I think He's under contract to the WWE And they're going to handle His exit if he truly is exiting The way they see fit That's the way it goes And you know what I, if, they were, if they told him they're not going to re-up him And they were releasing him And then they were doing stuff like that Well that's shitty Okay, that's, Then that happens but in this regard, you're the one who wanted to leave. Okay, you're not getting future endeavored. You're the one who wanted to leave. You're leaving on your terms, which I respect by Dean Ambrose because I've, I've done that. Okay, I've done that twice. <laughs> I've done that in ECW. Well, no, I'm sorry, three times. <laughs> I did it in ECW, I did it in WWE, and I did it in TNA. Okay, I've left on my terms. I'm not bragging, just stating fact. So when you leave on your terms, okay, and you're a wrestler and you're a push guy, like Dean has been a top guy, now it's our obligation to our company, to the other wrestlers, uh, and to our fan base to handle you the way we see best for our business. Now, you might hear me say that and say, well, wait a minute. I love Dean Ambrose, Taz. I think it's bullshit the way they're treating him. Even though he's leaving, they should honor him. No, no, no. When I say they, the WWE, their obligation is to their, to their employees, to the wrestlers, to the, to the front office, and to the fan base. What I mean is they need to make other people off of Dean Ambrose's name, give them the rub, like we saw with EC3. That's the, they're trying to get over other people off of the, the, the brand that they built with Dean Ambrose. That's smart, good business. You might not like it. If you're a big fan of Dean, you hate it, get used to it. I'm assuming it's going to happen for the next couple of months or whatever the hell it is here. If this is a shoot that he's leaving, okay, get used to it. Again, I think they'll have to have him win a match or two here or there, maybe, just to keep him, if they're going to put him in a big blow-off match where he loses to either Nia Jax at Mania or... Something crazy happens with him and Triple H I, I don't know if that's going to happen now Because she saw I don't know, I just don't know if the Triple H thing is going to happen Because uh, uh, the way I'm seeing I mean, Again, I got to let it evolve Again, I don't know what's out there on uh, In the dirt sheets, but I'm just telling you 
by me just watching it, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, where they're going to go with that. I mean, I, I could give you a better, in, you know, the more, like, like I said, another Raw happens, I could get a better feel. SmackDown, Triple H coming out, getting slapped by uh, Becky. I thought it was cool. I'll get into it a little more, obviously, deeper in a minute, but uh, I think most folks didn't expect that. But, you know, so, and the reason why I brought up Triple H right now is I'm talking about Dean Ambrose is because um, we saw the deal where, you know, verbally Dean, you know, kind of shredded Triple H all in writing last week. And, you know, it, it made Triple H look like, Ugh, you know, that don't happen much. And I, I, I'm telling you, I think Triple H is going to get his receipt. He's going to get even. He's going to get revenge <laughs> on, on, um, on Dean Ambrose. But what threw me off, of course, a teeny bit. Because I'm not, I don't, I don't get pigheaded like I know everything. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, we're all always learning uh, in everything. I learned that from Vince McMahon. You're always learning. You're always learning. You always see new things. No matter if it's the business or what it is, you're always still learning. Vince McMahon used to say it all the time, and I, I'm like, wow, if this guy can have that demeanor, Vince McMahon, with the success he's had, his experience in life, no matter if it's positive, negative, and all the money he's made. Okay, and the guy was not born with a silver spoon in his mouth, from, as many people think he wasn't. Um, if he's still learning, I can still learn. So that's how I always just look at that. So as I'm watching this, and I see what Becky did on SmackDown with Triple H, I'm like, oh, maybe they're not going to go Dean Ambrose and uh, you know Triple H that mania. They could, even though they did the thing with Becky. Becky, and what what I mean about Becky is. If you're going to go into an angle with someone else, usually you're not just a big angle like Triple H versus Dean Ambrose, you know, um, where basically that happens at Mania. Triple H pedigrees him. Dean Ambrose, thanks for coming. See you down, see you down the road. Bye bye. Um, you know, which seeing what happened on Raw with Dean Ambrose, you know, seeing him lose to EC3, then I'm thinking, well, they're probably not going Triple H versus Dean Ambrose, okay, at Mania. And then seeing that Triple H kind of segued into a little more stuff here, what we saw Becky, you know, crack him, crack Triple H. I'm like, yeah, you wouldn't really get that distraction if you were going to do a big match with Dean Ambrose. Also, Triple H is not stupid in real life or in character you're not gonna well in real life more <laughs> he, he knows that he's if he's gonna work with dean ambrose at, at wrestlemania i don't think he wants him doing a plethora of jobs on the way up to that you know like he's just a beaten down man and triple h beat nobody back to the same thing i just said to you earlier about the ec3 thing where dean ambrose like who's this you want to beat someone that's known that's over and if you're going to lose to someone, you want to lose to that someone that's over, that's known. You know, so uh, I'm pulling back the curtain a lot to teach a lot of psychology here. And it costs you, as usual, freebie, right? So, <laughs> so you know, I'm just, the, the thing that irked me was the whole thing with, um, you know, with the whole uh, people on this WWE Twitter account talking about Dean Ambrose and how it's just a, it's just a, 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 it's a fucking shame how he's getting treated. I feel so bad. It's really shitty what you're doing to Dean Ambrose. Oh my god, it's horrible. How could you treat him like this? All he's done for the company. Why are you doing this? It's a shame. This is cringeworthy. This is an outrage. Oh, shut the fuck. Are you kidding me? Stop. Stop. Guy's been pushed forever. He worked his ass off to get where he is. He's been pushed forever in that company, and he's made tons of money. 
Stop. He gave us notice. This is business, guys. This is not fucking playtime here. Really? How many people don't understand? I, I, I hate to be an asshole, but I gotta, I'm just being blunt. Like, this is business. This is a fucking business. This is not playtime. This is not let's let's make his fans happy. No, it's about making money. It's about getting people over. You want to leave, you're taking yourself out the game. Someone's got to get over now for what we put into you. In the case on Monday, that was EC3. It's a cycle, guys. It happens to everybody in the business. Happens to everybody. Like I told you guys a while back ago here on a podcast recently, something that's a very insightful thing that I don't know if I said a lot publicly, but I said it. Like when you sign a contract, one of the first with a successful wrestling company, no matter what era it was, the first thing they think about, it's the same thing with, with sports. I talked about this with an NFL player, an NBA player. The first thing they think about is how are we going to be gone with him when it's time that we have to be gone with him if he gives notice or comes to a point where he's not getting over. We got we to gotta make sure we know that exit. Or a player, if he gets hurt, we got to think of how, you know, what we're going to do here, what free, you know, that. And while the person who signs the contract, they're thinking, they're happy. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, my God. It's my dream to play in the NFL. Oh, my God. It's my dream to be a WWE wrestler. Oh, my God. It's my dream to whatever, wrestle in, in uh, you know, in, in TNA, whatever, whatever the hell it is. Oh, wrestle for New Japan. I got a two year contract. Oh, this is great. You know, all this shit. Meanwhile, the company's like, yeah, this is going to be great. Okay, awesome. And then behind your back, they're saying to each other, like, we got to just keep in mind, we want to get this guy over. We want it to be great. We want it to, him to be here forever, but most guys aren't here forever. So we got to think about that exit. That's how business is done, guys. I'm just being honest. It sounds very negative and, and, and shit but it, and pessimistic, but it's, it's the truth. So if you want to be delusional and think that these characters that get over on TV, that, 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 that the office is behind the scenes gushing and going crazy and mocking alpha guys, you're crazy. It's a fucking business, guys. It's a business. Company's not gushing and mocking the alpha people, okay, and feeling bad that a guy gave notice. They're not going to shed a tear over it. They're going to be like, okay, on with an upper. We got to move on and get somebody else over and get the rub off of this guy. So stop crying. Stop whining, okay, that Dean Ambrose is doing a job because you got no right to cry You got if you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, it's my opinion to cry. Good, then go cry. I don't want to see it, which makes no sense because it wasn't on my Twitter. I was looking at WWE's Twitter, <laughs> but still, it annoyed me. <sighs> Most people, they get aggravated like me. You get your nuts twisted, and you know they go right to the bottle. Well, that's what I do. Except my bottle is not filled with Schmiernoff or Grey Goose. It's filled with Mizu. H2O Jones. Here we go. Little break. Give me a second. Parched. Oh, it's a big bottle. Hang on. 64 ounces. Hold on a second. All right, here we go. Ah, wait, one more. Nice. On that note, go to break here. Outside of break, we'll get into uh, 
talking about the whole thing. I, mean, I talked about a little bit about Becky Lynch, the man. Talk about that a little bit more on the other side of break. What the hell's going on? She's cracking McMahon's left and right. Also talk a little bit about Jeff Jarrett uh, and uh, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Road Dog dancing up a muck. Are they too old to be on TV? Oh. Give you my thoughts on that in a second. All right, Taz Show, sit tight, right back. We're back here, Taz Show. So I was, uh, I noticed a little something here. You know the guy's heavy, heavy machinery, right? I saw it uh, earlier on the uh, PW Insider. So they, they had to lose their uh, the last names because the Big E, you know the guy, Big E, he tweeted at them. Pacey said, welcome to the club, boys. Silver lining autograph sessions will be much quicker, which is pretty funny. So we're talking about uh, Otis and Tucker. And Tucker Knight and Otis uh, gimmick name is Fern and Burnham. He had that long name. So why would that happen? You know, uh, well, like I talked about the other day, man. I think we're still on Taz Hall here. I was recording Taz Hall, you people. Okay. They want they want to push and promote characters that are not real names, if possible. Okay, because that's what they want to make money off of. Because then when you leave the company, they think about when you leave. You're not pushing. You can't take Tucker Knight. You can take Tucker Knight, but no one's going to care about Tucker Knight in four, three, five years. Or Otis Dolgovich. I'm screwing up the young man's last name. So now they're just Tucker and Otis. Big E says, welcome to the club, boys. Well, because he's just Big E. So then when you go to use your shoot name, your real name, when you're Gonski, don't mean nothing. See? That's how you teach people. Little things, little things jump out to me. You know, that's how it goes. So, all right, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch pushed Jones, right? Big push. I'll just worry for her because they are pushing her and pushing her, pushing her, and she's earned it. She deserves it. She's great at receiving that push. You never hear nothing about her backstage. She's got a great attitude. I've met her, I've talked to her. She's an awesome girl. I just worry they don't push her too hard And then you people Could turn on that push We've seen this <laughs> When I say you people, the fans And turn on people When you push too much Okay, Just ask Ronda Rousey <laughs> Just ask Roman Reigns and whatnot. So you know that's the only thing You gotta keep an eye on I understand I'm not comparing Ronda's history To Becky's Becky's paid dues big time Where Ronda really hasn't and good lord, by the way, side note, Ronda Rousey, they gotta really be careful on the mic with her because she's getting frustrated because the live audience is booing her and, and getting pissed and they're not putting her over and she's showing her emotions and she's angry about it and she's yelling at the audience and that is the worst thing to do, especially when you're not a heel. So, you know, you can't do that. You just, that's just inexperience. And maybe people backstage and the agents or Hunter or Steph, maybe they're not telling her, don't do that. Someone's got to take control and be a boss and say, and I, you know, I'm sure Vince would say, you can't do that. It's just, she loses her cool. Unless they wanted to just be gray area. I, I don't know. It's just, 
it comes off bad, especially for her, her who she is. She's a killing machine, meaning Ronda. So we saw that frustration again on 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 Raw. You know, like she just you know with the riot the riot squad, and she's like, "You people want to boo me?" Or I'm paraphrasing, but you know, it's just you just you can't do that. Just bad. But anyway, I'm saying about I was talking about Becky Lynch, right? So we saw what she did on Raw in a really good segment with Stephanie, okay? Where Stephanie's a trooper. She took, you know, she got roughed up by and slapped and roughed up by uh Becky. And um basically I, I, I love the story, guys. I don't like the story, I love the story. The story, what do I mean the story? The story is the knee, right? The issue, the left knee, the injury. Becky Lynch. Um the company, meaning Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, they want her to see the doctor. So uh, Stephanie wanted to see the doctor. She didn't see the doctor. So now Stephanie, in character, suspends her. Stephanie's performance was excellent in the ring, as was Becky. Becky didn't say much, but her facial reactions, her facial expressions, and then her physical reaction was money. And she had a few words, but Stephanie made the angle. She really was great. She really her she she put the angle over. She told the story. She said, "Listen, I don't want to do this. I don't want to suspend you. I don't want." She it got to the point where like, "All right, Steph, we understand." She and she didn't beat you over the head with it, but it was done perfectly. And basically, you know, if I remember correctly, it was like got to the point where Steph was like, she didn't say it like this, but like, "I'm going to ask you one more time." Are you going to see the doctor to get checked? And they had Becky just shake her head no. I would have liked to hear her say, that's not happening. I am not. And I'm not, I don't want to be asked again. And then Stephanie says, well, you leave me no choice. What Stephanie says, you're suspended. Because for video packaging, I think it's better to have that verbal no from her, from, from Becky. And that last time she's asked by Steph. That's just me nitpicking. I think that would have worked. I'm going to nitpick, too, a little bit about Triple H with, with Becky, but in a good way, kind of. Um, they, you know, and then they, I, I, the touch with, the touch with, um, on I'm trying to remember now, with Raw, when the uh, agents and stuff, security was getting Becky out of the building backstage, and then Ronda Rousey approached her and said, well, thanks for screwing up our match or whatever she said. And she got in, in her face, in Becky's face, and basically cut a promo on her, um, which made Ronda even more of a heel now to the audience. Just people just got their, the girl they love, and Becky, the man, taken away from them, and now you're going to go and bury her into her face. Like, so just make Ronda a full-blown heel, I guess, because she's going to be anyway. <laughs> you know, it's like you got a girl who's in business a year, and she just don't know if she's a good guy or a bad guy. It's a little funky. Whatever, regardless, I, I like that. I thought it was a little long when when Ronda got in the face of Becky. And a couple of things I also didn't like about that. We've seen, if you're on social media, Becky Lynch just roast people. Like her Twitter account, I don't know if it's Becky doing it or someone's doing it for her. But, you know, from the company, Becky's Twitter just will roast the shit out of you. Okay? And she's roasted the living shit out of Ronda Rousey. I don't know if it's a shoot, work, because you never know with social media. They could be working the whole thing, right? It could just be two people doing it and controlling their account, and that, that's what the company wants, and the girls agree. Um, but with Becky, 
I'm waiting for her to verbally say something like some strong, heavy zingers right to the face of Rhonda, but she really didn't. There was really nothing of substance that I can remember. It's not consistent what they have her Twitter account doing or what she's doing on her Twitter. You know what I mean? Think about what I'm saying to you. There's a little bit of, uh, you're surprised if you watch or look or read some of the really awesome content and, and roast that Becky does on her social social media, it's not consistent what we've seen on Raw and SmackDown as far as verbal jabs, zings, hard, nasty shots. I mean, she she she's had a couple in the ring. I'm trying to remember now. I should have wrote them down. I didn't. She had a couple, I think, on Steph. She said something to Triple H, like, well, how's Steph doing? Like that. It's the next day on SmackDown. You know, but after, you know, uh, Stephanie, you know, got beat up by her. Um, and when Triple H gets in the ring, says, go home. This is on SmackDown. You know, shouldn't be here, that type thing. And they wanted her out of the ring. Um, okay. Let me just back up. So I'm going too fast here. So, like, when Ronda Rousey approaches her, meaning Becky backstage, I have no problem with that. I think it could be just a couple of lines here and there that Ronda's pissed that, that she, she's being thick-headed and that, you know, it, it, and that she don't want to get her knee checked. She wants her healthy so she could kick her ass It should be just a couple of lines And then Stephanie should have came out of nowhere Screaming and yelling Get her to And they beep Stephanie Get her the fuck out of here But you beep her Get her, to, get her out of you know, you know something like and like There's a beep or a delay or something or, or have her curse You know but not drop an F-bomb Something that's a little less, you know, get that bitch out of here. Something Stephanie should say, like I, you know, like and and like she's going crazy, and then they rush her out of the building. Uh, Becky, that I think would have made it feel even more. Like if you see Rhonda and Becky face to face backstage, the agents are just standing there in the security, and then in the background while they're jaw jacking a little bit, you know, Becky and Rhonda, here comes Steph, and she's pissed. And she's walking with a couple of riders near her trying to stop her, calm her down, a couple of people that we don't know who they are, staffers. And she walking goes crazy. And then security kind of one of the security guys kind of just interferes with Steph. And then they they hustle, you know, Becky out of the building. That would have made it even more for me, like just uh, to work. Now the next night, then on SmackDown, listen, the stuff with Triple H and Becky was really good also. I mean, really, really good. She had two huge nights, Becky Lynch. Huge. Not big. Huge. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah. She got to basically beat the ass of both Triple H and Steph. I mean, more or less. Um, But I want to talk a little bit about Triple H's promo, you know, on uh, Becky Lynch. Okay? Because... It's money, yo. I'm telling you, like, really, really good stuff. Like, the content of it, the story of it, his delivery, obviously, he's, he's, he's you know, he's a hell of a promo guy. He's always been great. So, I'm not shocked on that. His delivery was great. His timing, his inflection, all of that good stuff. But the content of it, basically, Triple H saying to Becky, the overview of it is, you're a facade. Yo, you even implied your knee might not even be hurt. You're just trying to cause this big hullabaloo and this big distraction because you don't want to face Ronda Rousey. You don't, no, you don't want to. You know, you don't want to. You know, you don't want to deal with it. So you're trying to create this whole subterfuge bullshit that you don't want to get in there with her, with Ronda. So like basically saying you want to get suspended, you want to be in trouble, you want you know to act like a badass. It's it, it's great. 
it's great. Basically, it, it puts more shine, more babyface spotlight on Becky Lynch for Triple H to say that. What they're doing with Becky is not good. It's awesome. I mean, they are really booking her the right fucking way. Uh, they really are. I mean, the content of that promo, the, the whoever wrote it, I don't know if it was Vince. I'm assuming it was probably mostly Hunter and and and, uh, and Steph, but it was money, money. Go back and watch it. Listen closely to what he's saying. It's really good. It's kind of almost different. Like, it's pretty cool. I like it. I liked it a lot. I uh, enjoyed it a lot. I watched the whole deal, that whole segment. I was hooked. I was definitely hooked. Um, and then when she slapped him, you know, it kind of t- took you by surprise. I wouldn't have slapped him. I think what they should have done because Triple H cut a promo on her for it felt like ten minutes, but it was good because there's Alexa. I'm um, not Alexa. I'm sorry. There's Becky taking it on the chin because her boss is going off on her, and she's just listening, 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 and then she just you know then she slaps him instead of slapping him. Well, what should a female do to a guy when he's she's really like and what should you know? Kick him in the nuts <laughs> She should have kicked him right in the ambag Just fucking swat him right in the balls <laughs> That's what she should have did That would have been even better And he would have sold it like a champ You know, not that I'm saying the slap was bad It was good, I mean, but You know, I'm I'm being picky with it I just think that a nut shot would have been gold I really believe that um, I, I enjoyed the hell out of the segment And I'm telling you right now what the company's doing with Becky is really smart because they are getting her over big time um, because she's going to get that title from Ronda. It's got to happen at WrestleMania. And they're getting her over big time, big time. And frankly, Ronda's not getting over. She could beat up the Riot Squad. She could beat anybody up she wants. She could get people to tap out. That's all fine and well. By having her lose her cool or not, or somehow not talking I don't know if they're telling her you can't do that Or what, like I said earlier That hurts her And you know, she don't have the instincts Ronda Rousey as a performer That Becky Lynch does She don't have those instincts, how could she? She's doing this for a year we'll Give or take a few months here I don't, I don't know what fucking date she started But I'm just saying, like it's like she's she's super green so I, I, it doesn't matter how tough she is Doesn't matter how athletic she is Doesn't matter her, her judo background her, her UFC fandom And her, her Hall of Fame status She's earned all that She's an amazing athlete and competitor uh, Top female ju- judoka Is probably one of the top ever No doubt There's no doubt No doubt, no doubt Earned all that That has nothing to do with the wrestling business Nothing Nothing Zero that does not help your instincts That does not help you to get it, it helps your credibility, obviously It definitely helps your credibility There's no doubt about that But as far as your instincts And what works, what doesn't work as a performer Does nothing for that it Took me years, guys it Takes most people years 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 To learn the audience that you're performing in front of No matter if you're wrestling or on a microphone it Took me years Six to seven years, easy Easy, six to seven years And I wasn't doing it Full time in WWE like Becky's doing Where she's You know it's <laughs> it, 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 That's <clears throat> That's why when you come up Through the ranks the right way Like a lot of guys and girls Still do It's those are the characters and performers That get over with longevity 
and and just do better in the long run because they understand from years and years of experience. It's a very hard thing to do to be a professional wrestler. Um, it was during my prime, and it's even harder now because it's, it, fans have seen everything already. Very difficult to be original, very difficult to say something original or act original or have an original look. It's very hard to do. So in five years, it'll be harder for that generation or 10 years than this generation. So it's just like because it's just building more and more and more, and it, it, it's a hard thing to do, uh, not just the physical end. But the connection end, like for me, the physical end came quick. Like the physical part of being a good professional wrestler came very fast for me, like very fast. Because I was always an athlete, you know, in my background and stuff. And, you know, I, I was, you know, I, I was a rugged, tough kid and I was a strong kid. I was a gym rat. I was, uh, you know, I had a martial arts background. I had a football background. So to me, and I had no fear. I, so it didn't matter. That part was easy. The physical part was easy. It really was. Um the emotion part, the, the timing part was unbelievably difficult. And that connecting to the fans, to the audience, no matter if it was a hundred people at a at a at a church gymnasium in, you know, in, in Bangor, Maine, or if I was performing, you know, uh at the whatever, at the Staples Center in Los Angeles in front of whatever the hell it is, twenty something thousand people. That connection to the audience was the toughest thing to learn. It took years. I mean, it took years and years. Um, it, and Becky paid her due. She she knows how. She knows how to connect to you people. And so many guys and girls in that roster do. But for someone like Rondi, that's Ronda, that's super hard. Like super hard. So, uh, you know, if she's performing in her frustration that people are booing her, and sometimes she complains to, on a microphone about that. Uh, and she's a pretty good actress because I, <laughs> she seems it does it seems conduct unbecoming for a WWE superstar to say something like that unless you're full blown uh, heel like she don't come off that way to me. It's inconsistent with the way you you know character development is. Okay, that's the best way to put it. I guess I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I. I Bottom line is Becky Lynch is being pushed a great way, and what they're doing with her is just—it's perfect. It's perfect, and that promo, whoever wrote it, that Triple H cut was awesome. The content in that promo, like I said earlier, was awesome. Take a listen to it; it was really good shit. Okay, and I mean that—I mean that was really good. It's a nice story, a good story, I should say. Uh, intriguing And that she's trying to work everyone As the man And she's disgruntled and she's pissed off And she's 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 raging against the machine And all this shit uh, But meanwhile it's a work It's all a facade This is Triple H's character what he's saying to her You know maybe that's what it is he's saying All the qualifiers and questions It was great shit he, he performed it well It was really really it was a fun promo it was, it was really good stuff, good business, good piece of business. Uh, that's why I tweeted about it, a very interesting piece of business right here. I thought it was really good. Uh, can't go out there and tweet my feelings uh, while I wasn't watching it because there's fucking hacks everywhere. Next thing you know, people will be recording shit that I said on Twitter. So you got to be careful. That's why sometimes I don't say shit. I'm being honest. You know, let motherfuckers download it. You want to steal my shit? Go ahead, download it. It's a free download. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I got it figured out. I'm <laughs> 
Maybe not. Maybe I do. I don't know. But anyway, listen, I appreciate you guys downloading this episode. Seriously. Uh, you know, I love you. So, you know. I got angry earlier. It happens. The police, the business. You always do jobs. It's the way the business goes. No matter how much you're getting pushed, you end up doing jobs. And when you're on your way out, you gotta do jobs. That's fucking wrestling, brother. That's the way it goes. Alright, I'm Taz. You're not, guys. Thank you again for the support. I appreciate it. Subscribe to the gimmick and give me a little put me over on the Apple thing. On the review. Put me over. Say something. Give me some five stars, ten stars, twenty stars. I'm Taz, you're not goodbye. Doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen Man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home It never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering